again this episode uh, it's not going to be difficult to be given its title due to the fact that I'm sitting in the window uh, with the full force of the afternoon sun shining through on me absolutely sweltering but um, there is quite a lot going on outside but uh, it's just hideously hot in here uh, here we go for episode 65 of Mr. Bert Potts. Well, there's some sort of delivery going on because there's a car, well, a van thing over the other side of the road that keeps slamming at doors, but I can't quite see what's going on because the tree's in between us. Um, and uh, it's a bit awkward because if I look to the left, down my marvellous new view of the street, the next door neighbour's sitting with her son in the front garden, so she's just going to think I'm leering out the window, um, which of course I'm not. Um, Oh no, they've gone, that's right, that's fine, they've gone. That mad cat, I don't know if any of you saw Instagram, but that cat that I woke up at four o'clock in the morning thinking it was trapped on top. <laughs> Why? Thinking it was trapped on top of um, the gate. I walked past it the other day and it was on a very thin garden wall on the top, low down, with one leg hanging off. Uh, no idea where the other leg was. Couldn't even, back leg I'm talking about. Couldn't see the back left leg at all. I mean, obviously, just like lying in really peculiar situations. So I took a photograph and stayed well away from picking it up and putting it down because I felt sorry for it. Um, yeah, so it's very quiet in the building today. They've ripped off the back wall almost of the house, which is very strange. It's been sort of extended outwards all the way wrong, all the way round. Um, and uh, quite a lot of people now don't actually walk past without standing and looking. So it's become, a, it's verging on becoming a national attraction, actually. Um, uh, it's providing lots of um, conversational interest. So, um, yeah, it's actually gone very quiet. When I sat down, it was all very busy. Anyway, it's absolutely boiling. It was dreadful yesterday. Uh, I collapsed. I found this marvellous new way of keeping the bedroom cool, which I think probably the whole world is aware of, and yet I've only just worked it out, which is I suddenly had this thought of, as we've got double glazing, newish double glazing, because previous to the double glazing, the old double glazing used to let, I used to sit in snowstorms watching the snow come into the bedroom through the window because there were so many gaps. Um, I thought, well, if it keeps the heat out, uh, no, if it keeps the heat in the room in cold weather, surely then i.e. it doesn't let the cold in, surely it won't let the heat in if you keep the window shut. So I've had the windows open all night, so the room's been as cool as possible. Then closed them during the day and kept the blind down. And yes, indeed, it doesn't let the heat in from the outside and the room stays relatively cool. Cool enough that uh, yesterday I just collapsed. I used to really like the heat. I don't know whether it's because I'm in, it's my age or whether it's just because I'm in London and I'm having to work, but I absolutely hate it loathing it this year um i'm all hot and bothered what with that and of course today being in inverted commas freedom day um i don't really know what's going on so anyway i managed to keep the bedroom coolish so i've sort of slept all right i did sort of wake up and go back to sleep quite a lot but i didn't stay awake for a long period of time um yes yeah, so that's quite exciting discovering that about the windows uh, however, I can't do that at the front because uh, well a they're not double glazed they're sort of very old windows and b the window 
just gets full force of the sun and we haven't got blinds we've just got like color curtains this isn't interesting so anyway i've had planned possibly not even to get a mr burr out today very lucky that you've got one because um i'd rung the man up to give the piano its sort of refurbishment um and he's very nice uh, but his english isn't great or it's me misunderstanding him probably more um, so he turned up at, and he said, oh, I can come any day next week. And I said, oh, marvellous. Stupidly didn't know why I said that. And he said, oh, 12.30 on Monday, which of course is one of the worst times. And he usually gone out for a run. Barely back for 12 o'clock. And, uh, oh, Baywatch walking past, mail. And, um, oh, someone bothering me on the phone. Lakers 23. I mean, what, even he's stopping to have a look at the builders actually they're not there today so i don't quite know what's going on so anyway um where was i yes yeah, so anyway he turned up at 12 30 which is a really inconvenient time for me i don't know why i said yes and um and then of course he said quite sensibly and i hadn't thought that although he'd been to tune it was ages ago and he couldn't remember uh what needed doing and i didn't have a clue what needed to do and he kept asking me what needed doing and i just looked at him and said well whatever needs doing can you do it so anyway, uh, he said, well, it's easier. It's something to do with the hammers or something. I don't know. It's easier. I misunderstood him completely and thought he needed to take the whole piano away for 24 hours, which my heart just sank, but I kept a smile, jolly smile on my face. But then I realized, um, actually, he can take the the hammer section out of the piano to his workshop where he's got his tools and he says it's quite dusty work, so he'd rather do it in his tool shop. So he's going to do that next Saturday and bring back on Monday and then uh, it needs moth-proofing as well so he can do that when he gets back on the monday so the piano will be taken away basically over the weekend and then should be fairly ship shape by the time he brings it back on monday i think it has gone a bit out of tune actually but it's room so hot mind you my parents used to have the, have the heating on absolutely constantly 24 7 so it's probably quite used to being in warm rooms um so yes, so then of course he went up to 10 minutes. Uh, so that's all marvellous. So then I thought I wouldn't be able to do anything this afternoon and I've got a whole afternoon of unplanned, an unplanned afternoon, which sounds nice, but it always throws me a bit out because I don't know what to do. So um, it's gone completely quiet now, I'm very disappointed. So um, there's a lot of butterflies around this year, well, floating around outside this window. Um, the birds have been a bit... Um, don't know whether they're hot, but they haven't been all over the food like they normally are. So the magpie was looking at me earlier on. Never sure whether it's I want more food or thank you for what's given me. I suspect it's the former. Um, so yeah, so they've gone a bit quiet. Uh, yeah, in fact, there's still food there. There's still fat block there, and it's usually disappeared within about half an hour of me putting it out. I don't go in the back garden because I looked down vaguely and saw the weeds have appeared back between the bricks on the patio area and I just can't face going down and doing that but of course that's the sort of thing I should be doing when I have an unplanned afternoon uh, so I got very cross yesterday and oh the other reason I got really cross is because I bent down my other leg muscle so my left I pulled the muscle in my left leg that got better that was fine then I pulled the muscle in my right leg somehow uh, which I mentioned last uh, episode and then that wasn't so bad and then it got better and then I bent down, well, I bent over to fiddle with my sandal yesterday on a walk. And about two minutes later, um, I just had a 
pain whipping up and down the back of my leg again. So I'm back to square one. So this time on the right leg. So it's as bad as the original left leg was. Um, so I couldn't go for a run this morning. Yoga was fine. Uh, and he actually, I think they were quite hot in the studio. So um, it wasn't too um, strenuous, thank goodness. Um, uh, but it was difficult. And then, uh, so I didn't go for a run, went for a walk instead. And it's just really hurting me again. So it's just like the left leg all over again, except now it's my right leg. Um, oh, it's just annoying. It's just boring. That's the trouble. It's just, it's sort of, I sort of forget about it for a while, for about five minutes. And then I notice it again. And then I get really annoyed about the whole thing. And then I forget about it again and keep walking. And I'm bored of it. So, um, yeah, so today's Freedom Day. I, I had a... I didn't have a panic, but I just thought, I just don't know what's going on. Does anybody know what's going on? I've heard there was massive queues for nightclubs. Uh, I thought, well, that's great. It's just what we need. Um, everybody behaving sensibly. But then I, I think a lot of people in some towns I was hearing on the radio do seem to be behaving sensibly. And I just thought, well, it's just weird. Because like this week, I will go to Sainsbury's on Thursday, as I always do to do the week shopping. And I won't need to wear a mask when I go in. Of course, I will wear a mask. Um and it's never usually that busy, and I can't say it'll be much busier, although we are in school holidays. Um, so that's going to be strange. And then, of course, my hair should have been cut last week or the week before, because it's too long. Um, and I've left that too late. So now I'm, I have to go to the hairdressers, and presumably everyone will be in the hairdressers not wearing masks. Or will they? I don't know, but I should have had it done last week before Freedom Day. Um, and then there's just this weird thought that we've just gone back to normal overnight and we can't go back to normal overnight because the flaming virus is still here. And I was um, made a bit cautious because um, my neighbour got it. Um, and actually she got it just after I'd seen her. So and that was all all right. But, um, and I think she's okay. But it's just like that hit home a bit that, it, you know, it just hasn't gone away. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the theatre because this production seems to be opening and closing left, right and centre because staff are getting sick and along with all the other businesses that say they can't work because the staff are having been told to self-isolate all the time. Um, but I was looking on some theatre ticket app today and there's like the West End seems to be going back to normal. So I don't know, I don't really want to go and work with um, are the numbers of the virus spreading going up. I just don't know what's going on. Um, that's all I've got to say. I just say it over and over again. I don't know what's going on. 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 Um, so anyway, we are going away in August. So by the time we get back, I think they'll know where the, uh, you know, whether it's going to plateau or whether we're all going to die or what have you. I mean, I feel so sorry for people shielding. I mean, if I was vulnerable, I... The thought of just everybody going out now and 50% of the population or whatever not wearing masks and the no social distancing and what have you. I mean, I'd go into a further lockdown. I mean, I'd be absolutely terrified, jabbed or not. Because um, it hasn't reached herd immunity, obviously. I don't know when that happens, actually. So I don't want to talk about this all the whole episode, but it's all just weird. And I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Switzerland and she said, they're sort of in freedom day state, but they still have to wear masks, uh, which I think is sensible. But she said she went to a a meet uh, a thing with some people she didn't know, and there were some people hugging each other, and um, other people were keeping their distance. And 
I thought, well, that just sums it up, really. I think that's it. That's everything in microcosm. Um, and we still haven't got any tourists here, so it's not, you know, businesses are not going to get back to normal, normal. I don't know who wants to go in this flaming heat anyway. It's just dreadful. The last place I want, apparently retail parks are really busy. The last place I'd want to go today is a flaming retail park. Can you imagine? You can go to a retail park at the best of times. What is the best of time to go to a real retail park? Uh, I'll leave you all with that thought. Anyway, so last week I went to, uh, sounds like I've got a real thing about retail parks, isn't it? I went to Friends, that was very nice, Friday afternoon, and we sat in the garden. But it is interesting that um, I am a bit like, I'll sit and rant on about not knowing what's going on, but then I'll do everything that just suits me. So I realised that we were in the house, uh, no masks on, and I wasn't even thinking about it for quite some time, although the majority of the time we're in the garden. So I thought, I mean, and I know they're being careful and what have you, but um, it's still not, you know, it's still risky. But of course, it just suited me to, that was the way I wanted to behave because I felt comfortable being there. So I am a bit of a hypocrite, really. Uh, but that was really lovely. Uh, and we sat and had uh, lemon drizzle cake and lots of cups of tea in the back garden. Uh, and that was very nice because they've got a lovely back garden. And uh, they've got a dog, and they're listening to this, actually, one of the biggest, most loyal listeners. In fact, I usually get a text uh, after I put it out saying uh, last week it was, there's no closing music, because I'd forgotten to put music and music on, or where's your podcast today, because I've forgotten to put the, um, I've forgotten to upload the uh, sound file, was usually something. Uh, so it's, uh, it is a bit like being policed, actually. Um and then yesterday we made the decision to go to the cinema, which is quite a big thing, because, well, I said, better to go before Freedom Day. I keep calling it Freedom Day. It's ridiculous. It was a white van. And it's slowing down. And it's speeding up. And um, I think that was a sensible move, because we went to see Black Widow, because we now caught up on all the Marvel films. And uh, thanks to Disney+, Plus, that Black Widow is... £20 uh, and then it's going for free on Disney Plus in October um, and obviously it's uh, we've got an Everyman which is one of the posh cinemas uh, and I think the tickets are about 15, further more than 15 quid, I think about 16.50 or something which is, I mean part of me thinks actually that's fair enough, it's a, I mean they're really comfortable seats and it's in the old, old Odeon in Muswell and they've just done it absolutely beautifully inside so it is, feels like almost like being in an old 1930s cinema again. Um, but on the other hand, £16.50 is not an accessible price for people who haven't got much money and want to go to the cinema. Um, it's all a bit strange. And I've noticed theatre prices are still absolutely astonishing. Uh, I mean, I've still looked at seeing things in West End stores. Still, you know, you can pay up to £150. I mean, it... I mean, I know people are desperate to get back to the theatre, but who can afford that? I mean, there might be a bit of a rush at the beginning, but, um, I mean, I think 50 quid's expensive, if you ask me. So, yeah, so anyway, we went to see Black Widow, and that was fine. There weren't too many people in the cinema, and because they're those sort of luxury sofa double seats, you're not near too near anybody anyway. Um, and uh, immensely enjoyed. I have to say, this is the first... Uh, I mean, all the Marvel films are actually quite enjoyable standalone, but if you follow them from the beginning through, as has been done in this household, um, they do all link up very, very cleverly. Um, 
I have to say this was the first one directed by a woman and she's Australian and she's got uh, awards for her films. Oh, that's a car. No, it's that van. How did that go past a second time? Um, she's got some awards as an independent filmmaker in Australia and then she, uh, quite quiet looking films from what I could see. This was one of the most violent Marvel films I've sat through. I mean... I mean, it is cartoon violence, but I mean, one of the women fell out window uh, and just sort of slammed into a load of scaffolding and platforms before whacking into the ground and it, and then, you know, stands up without a bruise on her. Um, it was a bit weird, actually. It was so violent. Um, the thing with Marvel, because they're all 12, you actually never see anybody die. There's no graphic sort of deaths or anything. But obviously there's collateral damage in the front centre of car chases and overturned cars and explosions and everything else. So they are, I do quite like them now for that reason. But um, it did make me, it made me wince quite a few times, I have to say, this film. But the story was really good. Natasha, I should not call Natasha, um, that's her character name. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's brilliant, and I was very pleased that Florence Pugh's in it, because Florence Pugh is one of my favourite actors. She's really great, and she was funny in this, and I think she's probably going to... Uh, I think that was possibly Black Widow's last film uh, because of something that happened in the last one or the one before, so I think Florence Pugh might end up taking over, which would be great, because I do like her a lot. And it was very funny. Uh, I think the reason the Marvel films succeed so well is because they have really interesting directors and they have really interesting actors in them. Um, and I presume the writers are um, are interesting as well. Can I overuse the word interesting? But I do like the Marvel films. So I was very glad I went to see that. And of course, it's much more exciting when you see it on the big screen, when you're sitting in the front room watching it on your TV. And also you're forced to stay in your seat as opposed to wander off to the, tele to the, wander off to the television, wander off to the toilet. So... Um, Oh, there's lots of going on there, lots of people walking, I think school's out. So, yes, the so things are going to be winding down for me a bit next week because schools are finishing this week, I think. So I won't have any private tutoring. Most of my courses have now wound down. Um, so I need to get on. I've got lots of reading and writing, so I'm going to have to do reading and writing. Um, I was contemplating going up to see Darren's show, but... Um, I can't get it down to lower than about £230 to go on the train and stay overnight. Um, and it's just, and to be honest, I, the tra I looked at the train plan and it was really full. So LNER sent through an email because I used to go up to Leeds to the family home lot on LNER. So I'm sort of getting these regular emails saying, if you'd booked ages ago, yeah, there was still social distancing as far as seat planning was concerned. But if there was people needing a seat who didn't have one, they could still sit next to you. Um, if you booked after another day, you're basically not. There's no social distancing in the seat planning. And if you uh, and you could either wear your mask or not wear your mask. And to be quite honest, it was really busy. And I thought, well, I just don't really want to sit next to somebody in a closed uh, an enclosed environment for, you know, two and a half hours. No, it's not that long, but... Yeah, no, it probably is actually up to Newcastle. So what with that and the price, I've decided reluctantly I won't go, which is a bit of a disappointment, but um can't do anything about that. Uh, he put me, he being Darren, put me on a WhatsApp group without asking me, which is probably one of the most annoying things anybody can ever do to me. 
So that went down really well. Uh, and now there's lots of people putting through emoticons and um, funny, not funny cartoons. And I just don't see the point of having a WhatsApp group if that's what people are going to do. So I'm really annoyed about that. Um, what else is going on? It has been very quiet, actually. I haven't been doing an awful lot, apart from trips to the cinema and trips to have tea. And oh, well, the other thing is we're still debating whether to get an electric car or not. And uh, we've left that a bit late, actually. But as we haven't got any transport to get us to Wales for our holiday, um, we've got to think about something soon. I think they're about, in my head, they were about £200 a month. Uh, but they're not £200. Oh, here comes a neighbour. Oh, good, I'm able to comment on him. They're about £400 a month, um, although there's no contract, and that's including everything except your electricity. So, uh, And some neighbours have got an electric car. They've got Tesla, so I've been talking to them about it, and they're very positive about them. Um, but I just don't know. It's going from not spending £400 a month to spending £400 a month, and how often will we use it, to be honest? Uh, and also summer sort of over, so uh, there he goes, into the boot. Let's see what he's pulled. I bet he's been to the garden centre. Boot slowly opening, and out comes... Oh, no shopping. Oh, no one back shopping. She's a lot more than that. I'm trying to avoid his eyes. He's looking straight at me. So, um, yeah, so we've got to do something about this car. Um, hmm. Anyway, I have to look into that, otherwise we're going to be walking to Wales. Well, on the excitement, exciting note of the neighbour coming back with his one bag of shopping. Um, what else is there to say? I don't think there's anything else. Oh, this person walking past. It's exciting, they're on their phone. Yeah, let's walk across the road without looking either left or right, but just keep looking at the phone. I wonder how many people actually do get knocked over looking at their phones on... Uh, on roads, crossing roads. I would be interested to know that number because I'm sure it's quite big. Anyway, I'm going to uh, go and attempt to cool down because obviously this laptop on my lap's making me even hotter uh, than I already am. I've actually sounded quite jolly, I think, considering I'm in an absolutely foul temper at the moment. So farewell. Uh, no, where's it farewell? It's a bit final. Um, so, uh, right, that's it. Thank you for listening. See you next week. <laughs>